Get out of the gate and let's have revival. Get out of the gate and let's have revival. Would you lift your hands one more time and pray that the presence of God that's here would speak to every heart in this place. I need about 20 people that have got the Holy Ghost that know how to pray without whispering to lift your voice right now. Go ahead. There's a presence of God in this house right now. God, let there be an old-time anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage. Let there be old-time conviction that pricks every heart. Hallelujah. I already feel your glory in this house. God, we're doing more than just going through motions. We've entered into your presence where there's life-giving, miraculous power. My God, I feel something building right now. Go ahead, somebody. You've tapped into the Holy Ghost. I want you to lift your voice and pray where your soul is filling it right now. Come on, let the Spirit of God talk to you. God, break every chain. Let conviction prick every heart. Let the anointing destroy every rebellion, every resistance, and soften every heart and heart. God, revive the kernel, stir the cold, strengthen the faithful. Praise God, you may be seated. Our world needs revival. The last thing we need in the dead world is a dead church. The last thing we need in the dead world is dead people that claim to be saved, but you can't tell it by looking at them. As I look around at all that's happening in the world, the decay of morality, the decay of family, the decay of identity, the decay of sanity, sin is running rampant through society. And I realize more and more that it is more imperative that we have a move of God every single time we come to the house of God than ever before. Did you catch that? Every single time we come to the house of God. There are no time for off nights in living for God. It is imperative that we have an absolute sovereign move of the Holy Ghost. Uh, I've got lost family members that are depending upon us uh, to have a move of the Holy Ghost in this service tonight. So you think what you're doing in here is just all about you. No, 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 friend. Uh, When you're lifting your hands and you're having a move of the Holy Ghost, there are things taking place in the spirit world uh, that you can't even see right now. Uh, That's why even on a Monday night, you better come in with everything you've got saying, we're going to have a move of the Holy Ghost. Uh, Why? Because I've still got family members that aren't saved. And I've still got family members that are backslid. So I'm going to run. I'm going to leap. I'm going to talk in tongues. And I'm going to let God begin to move. Because when God starts moving in here, things start happening in the spirit world. Principalities. There's some people that don't believe that. You think worship is just confined to here. You think your prayer stops in here. You think when you dance, it's just for you. No, no, friend. You're making roads in the, in, in the enemy's camp. You're just planting a flag saying, listen, I know you're fighting my family, and I know you're fighting my children, but I'm still here praising and worshiping God because something happens when the Spirit of God begins to move. That's why I can't just sit on the pew when the Holy Ghost is moving because until my whole family's talking in tongues and my whole city's saved, I still need the glory to move, whether it's a Wednesday night prayer meeting or a Sunday morning service or a Monday night Bible study. I've got family members going to hell, and I've got to have something break in the Holy Ghost. That's why we come to church and give it everything we've got every single service. 
Somebody worship God with all your heart in this house right now. Come on. Revival's personal. You've got to make it personal. This is my worship service. If God's going to move, it's going to be because I'm praying, because I'm worshiping. If you want to have revival corporately, you've got to have revival individually. You've got to realize this is my responsibility that there's a move of God on a Monday night. This is my responsibility that the anointing is in this house. Me first. It's not anybody else's responsibility that the prayer room sounds like it sounds. It's my responsibility. I've got to have God move. I've got to see things break. We've got to get delivered from it's always somebody else that's got to break the mold. This is my church. This is my revival. This. You want to have revival in your church? Have revival in your home. Have revival in your soul. Have revival in your prayer. Oh, go ahead. Worship the king right now. Come on. We're in a dead world. I don't want to be somebody that don't have passion. I don't want to be somebody that's locked into routine. I'm not just here maintaining. I'm not just here hanging on till Jesus comes. I'm not just here trying to make it from Monday to Sunday. No, no, no. I'm pushing. I'm growing. I'm getting aggressive. I can't handle the same old, same old. There's got to be new dimensions. There's got to be greater prayer. It's God's will that the church have revival on a continual basis. It's not his will that it's an ebb and flow. He wants people being discipled while people are coming in. I know I'm going to trample a misconception here, but it's not the will of God that there's an up and down to your spirituality. Monday you're worshiping, Sunday it's like you've never been to church. God wants us to have revival on a continual basis. And as a result of personal revival, new people are coming in as a natural result. Revival is not new sinners praying through. That's the result of something that's been revived. The result of someone getting revived in outreach and prayer and worship is new birth in the altars. That's what we're all about. That's why when I start seeing there's not been as many people in my own life that I'm preaching or that not seeing, it don't seem like anybody's getting the Holy Ghost as much. I don't start looking around the church, blaming pastor, blaming the musicians, blaming the prayer room. I start saying, what can I do? Because revival is my responsibility. And if God can revive what's gone cold in me, there can begin to... See, it's going to get a little tight right there huh? because we like to think we can just ride the wave of going to such a great church. Uh, brother, uh, it's an individual revival. Huh? It's you and me saying, hey, if God's going to move tonight, it's going to be because I move tonight. Uh, it- We're saying, God, would you move? He's saying, I wish somebody would move tonight. We're saying, I wish God would touch me. And God's saying, I wish somebody would touch me. We're saying, I wish God would speak. And God's saying, I wish somebody would speak to me. Lift your voice and speak to him right now. 
Come on, I've come to pull somebody out of the gate tonight. I've come to get somebody on their feet. Come on, Brother John, I need your help. We've got to get somebody out of a gate tonight. We've got to get somebody moving tonight. We've got to get somebody that's sitting on a 5,000 soul revival to realize that if they can ever get the victory and keep the victory, that there could be revival like they've never seen in their family. If we could just get people out of the gate. I've come to preach to some gate dwellers tonight. Me and John have come to preach to some gate dwellers in this house tonight. See, gate dwellers are those that come so far. But there's something lame in their spirit that keeps them from being able to walk. Hey, Brother Zach, come help me. I need you to come up here and act lame. Come on, Brother Zach, run, but don't, don't walk too fast, but just run really fast. No, faster than that. I need you to act lame when you get here. You're healed until you get here. Come on. This is the before and after, but we're seeing the after before. Have a seat right there and look lame. Praise God. Lame. There's something hindering them from being able to fully become what God wants them to be. It's not the will of God that people are always hindered from being what God wanted them to be. That's lame people. That's for some reason they just can't seem to get a handle on daily prayer. Brother Cox, you're an evangelist. I know. Can I just be an evangelist right now and just go through some basics? There are people that just no matter what just can't seem to get a handle on being faithful to the house of God. Just can't get a, seem to get a handle that I need to worship every service uh, like it's my last service. Just can't seem to get a hand on the fact that showing up for pre-service prayer is vitally important to, to what God's going to do in that service. Can't seem to get a handle on daily consecration and convictions. Uh, there's just something that keeps them from being able to do it. Uh, something's lame. Something's weak. Uh, something's tied. Uh, and the worst part is uh, these are people, uh, and thank God they come at least to the gate. Uh, by God, I'd rather people sitting in our gates than sitting on a bar stool somewhere. Uh, thank God for people that are at least coming in our doors. Uh, don't think that I'm telling you to go out. I'm telling you to come further in. Uh, thank God you've at least made it to the gate. But it's not the will of God that you live your life at the entrance to what God has in store for your life. It's not the will of God that you always come to the edge. Gate dwellers, gate dwellers, it's people that if they're going to be there, it's going to be because somebody else has to carry them. They'll show up, Pastor, but it's at the expense of somebody else's effort. Well, I've just got to get a phone call once a week, uh, and they've got to ask how I'm doing. Uh, and I'll be there, but somebody's going to have to call and say, you really need to come. They're always going to have to be carried. Uh, if they're going to pray, someone's got to pull them along. Uh, come on, you know who I'm preaching to right now. Uh, I'm preaching to people in this place uh, that you need to realize. Uh, you've got to get something in your heart that says, I can live for God. If everybody else in the building backslid tonight, you don't have to carry me. Uh, I think God's worth living for. God deliver me from the gate dweller mentality that says somebody else's worship has always got to pull me along and somebody else's prayer has always got to pull me along and, and somebody else's effort has always said the only way I'm going to be there is if somebody else carries got to step past because they're never able to make it all the way to the altar. The gate dwellers are the one 
uh, that you've got to move past when you want to worship because they're just not able to really get involved in worship. Those are the ones that have never ran an aisle since they've been in church. Come on, is it getting a little too tight, too hard for somebody tonight? I'm trying to help somebody. I'm trying to pull you out of the gate. Gate dwellers are those that come to church but still have stuff in the world that they like that they don't want to lay down. And so they've spiritually got to be carried in everything that they do because they're still not ready to go all the way in living for God. They'll show up, but you better believe somebody had to call them, somebody had to talk to them, somebody had to convince them they need to keep going to church because they've got to be carried because there's stuff in their life they've never gotten victory over and they've never gotten deliverance over. They're the ones that are always watching others go in and get deliverance and walk out with victory. They're the ones always hearing everybody else's testimony uh, as they go through the gate uh, into the presence of God uh, and then come out shouting the victory. Uh, They're used to seeing other people get touches. Uh, They're used to seeing other people get answered prayers. Uh, But because they live in the gate, uh, they have no testimonies of great deliverance. Uh, They have no testimonies of their family coming in uh, because they're just sitting uh, on what everything God has for their life. Uh, But you you know who I'm preaching to. Uh, I'm preaching to gate dwellers, uh, the ones that will go so far, but there's a limit to the depth of their conviction. There's a limit to how far they're going to go in prayer. There's a limit to how far they're going to go in holiness. They're going to show up, but they're not going to make any good changes. They're going to be there, and they're just going to lift their hands every once in a while, but there's always a limit. They never go all the way into the presence of God, but this evangelist has come to preach to some gate dwellers tonight and say there's too many things God's got ready to do in your life and in your family for you to keep sitting revival after revival after revival. Never, never able to fully engage into what God has for you. I've come to grab somebody by the hand of the Holy Ghost and say it's time to stand up and get deliverance over what's weak in your life and say I'm tired of watching other people talk about how God's answered prayers. I'm tired. Get out of the gate and let's see what God can do in your family. I think we ought to lift our hands for just a moment right now. No, 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 no. Lift your voice. You're going to pray. Do it like you're somebody saying, I'm stepping out of the gate tonight. Come on, the Holy Ghost is moving. Come on, there's some gate dwellers. There's some gate dwellers. Come on, the Holy Ghost is talking to people right now. Come on, you've been visiting church, but you never go out of the gate into the Holy of Holies. You've been visiting the house of God, uh, but you've never fully become a member of the body. Uh, I'm preaching to some people uh, that you came out of the gate for a while, but you've walked back and sat back down. uh, Because you said, you know, there were some things I liked uh, about what I used to do and how I used to live. Uh, And so you decided sitting at the gate is easier uh, than actually walking and leaping and living for God the way that he wants me to live. Uh, We've got to break the mentality uh, that thinks anything in this world is easier than living for God. Uh, It's not easy living for God when you're carnal. It's not easy living for God when you don't know how to pray. But brother, whenever you can get out of the gate and let God break some stuff in your life, you'll begin to see God do things like you've never seen him do. Yeah. So here they come. Peter and John. 
at the hour of prayer on their way to prayer and they still had enough power from their last prayer meeting to bring healing to somebody. We feel like we can't keep the Holy Ghost between one service to the next. Peter and John hadn't even made it to the ninth hour of prayer, but they had enough Holy Ghost power in them from the last prayer meeting uh, that on their way to prayer, they were still able to do the work of God. Uh, it's time we get deliverance from a timid spirit uh, and realize when you got the Holy Ghost, you got the resurrected power of Jesus Christ living on the inside of you. Uh, when you wake up, you still got the Holy Ghost. Uh, when you go to bed, you still got the Holy Ghost. Come on, I'm trying to get some people out of the gate tonight. I'm trying to tell some people you can get deliverance and keep deliverance. I'm trying to preach to some people that it's got to be personal. I don't want to be a gate dweller when God's walking and God's got 5,000. I don't want to have to step over gate dwellers when they've got people in their life that need the Holy Ghost. But God's not able to do it because it's got to start in them first. Gate dwellers, people that attend church for years but never look any different than they do the first day they came. The Bible might get cut short if I'm not careful. Gate dwellers, people that sit on the pew but never become spiritual. Gate dwellers, people that would rather save face than get their heart right. Gate dwellers, people that would rather look spiritual than get spiritual. People care that care more about what people think about them than they do that God thinks about them. People that want to show how tough they are and they can't be moved uh, rather than finding out that really I ain't tough in God's presence. I, I desperately need the help of God. Come on, I've come to preach to some people. You're saying, well, one day, well, one day. Well, when is that day going to be? What more is God going to have to do? How long is it going to take you before you finally become all the way apostolic and say, I'm in this thing, mind, body, heart, and soul. I'm going to live it. I'm going to look it. I'm going to talk it. I'm going to speak. Come on, what more has God got to do? He's already touched you. You've heard enough preaching to save the world. I'm telling you, you've been living in the gate long enough. It's time to let God begin to put some strength. It's time to let God grab you by the hand and say, Today, we're not just going to carry you anymore, but we're going to let you walk out on your own feet. You're going to get your own prayer life. You're going to get your own convictions. And the first thing he did when he got out of the gate, he said, let me get in the presence of God. Let me get where the glory is. It's time to get out of the gate and get into an altar until something breaks. And the whole... My God, somebody ought to get loose right now in the Holy Ghost. Come on. Some of you have got comfortable with gate living. Just another service. Just carry me to another service. Just let me sit in my pew. Not today, devil. I've got people that need the Holy Ghost in my life. I've got victories I need to see. I wonder how many names would be in this building already if some of us weren't still living as a gate dweller. How many people would already be here 
if I would ever just get spiritual. There's a lot of names, but I don't believe it's 5,000 names. And if God could use one man's deliverance experience to reach 5,000 people, what could God do in my family when I finally get all the way in and say, I'm about to live this the way it's supposed to be lived? I'm going to pray when no one else prays. I'm going to live for God when my friends backslide. I'm going to get convictions. I'm not going to be carried by anybody else. I'm going to stand. Are you hearing this preacher right now? Let me do the work of an evangelist. You've got to get this for yourself. You, somebody's going to have to help you out of the gate, but they shouldn't have to help you walk, brother. Once you get your feet moving, you say, you know what? I'm going to make the altar a, daily, a place that I go to daily in my home, in the church service. I'm Come on, I'm preaching to some people. How many family members could already be in the house of God if we quit being up and down and quit playing with the world and back and forth on whether or not we're going to live for God and be apostolic? My God, just jump in this thing and say, I'm here to stay. I'm going to live it, and I'm going to see God move. Let 2019 be the year that everybody in the building says no more gate living. Let's have revival. I'm going to pray, Pastor. I'm going to witness. I'm going to see my family pray through. I'm going to empty the... Go ahead and lift your voice all over this house. And you begin to do what you feel. Come on, gate dweller. Don't just hold out another cup for alms. Don't just do a half-hearted, no, no, no. Lift your voice right now uh, and say, all right, God, uh, get this weakness out of my spirit. Uh, get this instability uh, where I'm always back and forth. Uh, it's time to get in an altar and say, I'm going to get some strength uh, over the spirit of fear. Uh, I'm going to get some strength uh, over the indecision. Uh, I'm going to get some strength uh, over the constant reoccurring struggle. Uh, I'm going to get some strength uh, over the daily grind. Uh, I'm going to get some strength over this bitterness. I'm going to get some strength over my carnal desires. Come on, go. Somebody respond to the Holy Ghost right now. Come on. Come on. Come on. God's lifting somebody out right now. Do I have an apostolic person in the house that would quit waiting for something else to happen and say, I'm going to make it happen. This is my service. Yeah, family members lost tonight. Yeah. Come on. Talk about it. Go ahead. Great preacher. Great preacher. Great this hit me personal, Pastor. God preached this to me before I've ever preached it to anybody. That when that man got deliverance, it was the key to 5,000 people getting the Holy Ghost. And I thought, God, don't ever let me go a day without prayer and think I can skip days talking to you and think I can have off night in services. Because I'd hate to know that as long as I'm sitting at the gate, there's people that ain't coming in and getting delivered. Nobody else is going to pray for your family like you can. Thank God for prayer requests at a praying church, but nobody's going to pray for my sister like I can.
preaching to somebody in this building. You've been coming for a while now, but you've got all these problems with all these little lists of things that you think are rules and regulations. Uh, so you show up in the building, but this is as far as you go. And you're frustrated because there's stuff going on in your life that you feel like God's not hearing your prayers and God's not working. And God's saying, you're wanting me to fix everything else, but you don't want me to fix you first. But if God fixes the mess around you and don't fix you first, you're just going to mess it up again like you did the first time. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost talking to somebody. I need about five intercessors to join this preacher right now while I continue preaching and just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost for just a moment. I've come to reach for the cold. I've come to reach for the carnal. There's too many good things happening at Cornerstone. There's too many miracles already taking place. And I've just come to tell you that God's wanting to do it in your life, in your family, in your children. And you can have deliverance and keep deliverance. But how long is it going to take before you finally realize it's all up to me? I've got to pray. I've got to be... Come on. How bad do you want your family to be saved? Let it be shown by your response to this altar right now. You ought to get out of your pew and get in this altar and say, God, I'm never going back to just being comfortable at the edge. I'm never going back to just being comfortable being carried. I'm never going back just being comfortable riding the wave of a good church. God, this is my revival. I've got to see family members be saved. God, I've got to see God move in my life. God, I'm tired of falling over the same addiction. I'm tired of that spirit of doubt dragging me down. I'm tired of peer pressure always knocking me back into the gate. Get some strength in this altar so you can walk out on your own two feet and say it's revival time. God's going to move in my family this year. Come on, go. Don't you come up here and whisper. You open your mouth with a voice of triumph and let God begin to bring some strength into what's weak. God, I'm here to stay. God, I'm here to stay. I'm going to line up to everything that it means to be apostolic. God, I'm a blood-washed child of God. I'm going to look like it. I'm going to talk like it. No more just being on the edge. No more just being a guest. I'm getting all the way in. I want God to move. I need God to move. Come on, pray. Pray. I'm trying to pull somebody out of the gate right now. Come on. Stand to your feet in worship. Come on, spiritually. Stand to your feet in the Holy Ghost. Let God begin to take the weakness out of your faith. Come on, Peter and John. Get some strength in your head to lift a lame man right now. Help somebody pray. Come on, lame man. People are used to you never doing much. Come on, lame man. People are used to stepping over you on their way to worship. Come on, lame lady. People are used to having to step over you as they head to the prayer room. But not today. Not anymore. I'm going to get full of the Holy Ghost. Pastor, I'm not just here to argue about lines. I'm here to get all the way in. God saved me. God delivered me. I'm not going back to the gate. That's it. Somebody's in the Holy Ghost. Somebody can receive the Holy Ghost for the first time right now. Lift your voice and pray. God's going to deliver somebody from pornography right now. I curse that immoral spirit in the name of Jesus. God's going to deliver somebody from an unstable spirit. Come on, it's breaking. Come on, young man. It's breaking. Come on, young lady. Come on, sir. You need to pray till you're speaking with tongues. And you feel those ankle bones starting to get straight. Let it flow. 
Go ahead. Go ahead and live for God, even if nobody else in your family does. Go ahead and pray when nobody else is praying. Come on. I've got you out of the gate tonight by the help of the Holy Ghost. Stand up in the Holy Ghost and walk through what God's got for you. Go. Go. Every voice lifted. Everybody praying. Devil, get your hands off my family. Devil, I'm not going to let my lack of faithfulness keep me from having a testimony. God's got 5,000 that are waiting on me to get deliverance. Pray to your talking tongues. Pray to your drunk in the Holy Ghost. Pray till you repent of some stuff you've been holding on to. Let God break it tonight. Let God break rebellion tonight. Let conviction break every heart. Come on, church, don't let it die. Pray. I need some prayer warriors. I need some of you Holy Ghost elders to go deep with me in prayer right now. Let the spirit of travail get on you. We're bringing everybody out of the gate tonight. We're bringing young people out of the edges and the shadows. We're bringing young people to be Bible study teachers. We're bringing young ladies to be bold in the Holy Ghost. Come on. We're helping people step through tonight. We're helping people say, you know what? I am going to live for God. You don't have to call me every week, Pastor. I don't have to have a special word. I've got this thing settled. No more gate living. Let's have revival. Go ahead, let the Holy Ghost work on you. Come on, I feel some things breaking loose. Somebody push. Somebody push. Don't make this preacher have to carry this altar call. Somebody stand in the Holy Ghost. And lift your voice and push through this gate. Devil, you can fight all you want to fight, but you're not going to make me doubt my choice. I'm going to be used of God. Devil, you can throw peer pressure all you want to throw it, but you're not going to make me back up. I've been delivered. I'm going to live for God. Devil, you can turn my family against me, but you're not going to keep me from going back to the presence of God. I'm not going back. There is no plan B. I'm blood washed. I've been delivered. I'm not letting addiction live in my members. I'm not letting lust live in my members. I'm not letting the gossip spirit live in my members. Go. Somebody pray till you're drunk in the Holy Ghost. Go ahead. Devil, you better get out of this place. Get your hands off of some of these young people. We curse that timid spirit. We curse that shy, embarrassed spirit. I pray a Holy Ghost boldness would baptize every breathing, living soul in this building that says, you know what? I can live for God if nobody else does. I can worship when nobody else does. I can have convictions when everybody else is making fun of me. Come on. You can stand on your own two feet. I know the devil's promising some of you the world, but brother, it ain't worth staying in the world when you lose your soul. Quit making God wonder what you're doing. Quit making the church wonder where you're at. Get out of the gate. Get out of the gate. Come on, somebody. You don't stop till you pray through. 
to the Holy Ghost again. My God, your victory's here tonight. Your victory's here tonight. You're not lame anymore. Come on, prayer warriors, I need you to lift your voice a little higher and push right now. There's something breaking. There's something flowing. Let's break it. Come on. Come on. God's doing something right now. Come on. Let it flow. Somebody let God use you. Come on. I need everybody involved. Pray. 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 Let's lift this higher right now. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's breaking. It's breaking. It's breaking. Take that devil. Take that devil. It's breaking loose for somebody. My God, let it go. Let it rise. 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 Let it flow. Come on, there's still some people that ain't been moved yet. You ought to see what God's doing trying to reach you right now. God's moving to heaven and earth trying to reach every soul in this building. It's time to get all the way in. It's time to get out of the gate. It's time to make the altar a frequent visit. My God, somebody's in the Holy Ghost. Come on, the gifts of the Spirit are working right now. You pray till you're lost in the Holy Ghost. You pray till a spirit of repentance gets on you. God, empty me. Empty me of carnality. Empty me of stuff in this world that I won't let go of. Empty me of a spirit of bitterness. Come on. Come on. Empty me of a critical spirit. You pray till God breaks everything out of you that shouldn't be there. And let the Holy Ghost begin to speak. That's it. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Come on, this is the sound of revival. This is the sound of somebody that's been locked in the gate for years. Finally saying tonight was my night and I've been brought out. Come on, child of God, how long did it been since you spoke in tongues? You ought to pray till you get renewed in the Holy Ghost. 